Hello, thank you for listening to this sermon from our Revive service. We hope it helps you learn more about God and allow you to grow closer to Him and in your faith. Alright, if I could have Jen and Morgan up here. So Morgan, I'm sorry. Morgan has already walked, right? Graduated, but it's not official until you're up here. Did you know that? You can't go anywhere, do anything until you do this. So just a few things. It's it's been great seeing Morgan grow up through all these years. I don't know how long. For 15 years. Well, that's how long I've known you. <laughs> Uh, but it's been great to see her grow up uh, in Christ and just to see her grow in the Lord and um, just what he has for her. I'm super excited for you and your your future, which I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to let you talk about that. And so the first thing is, I already answered, is what is your name? I'm Morgan Allison. There you go. Uh, what school did you graduate from? I graduated from Firestone CLC in Akron. Okay. And what are your future pursuit goals? So I plan on going to Bowling Green in the fall for the nursing program and to later get my BSN at least two years after that. Awesome. That's great. And what is one area in your life that you have seen God work in a special way? There's so many. It's hard to pick just one, but definitely the battle between when we first started our missions. Uh, I was very unopen to the whole, oh my gosh, you're moving to Portugal type thing. But then it's just like you pray about it and you have all this love surrounding you with not only the team over here, but the team over there. And it's just like, wow, such a beautiful country (laughs) with such a horrible attitude. So definitely, (laughs) definitely praying about that and being able to dig deep into the missions and what it really is about and not just, oh yeah, you're just moving there just to move there. But definitely seeing how he grew in my spirituality and my faith and all that stuff. So that's That's definitely a big one. That's great. And what is your name? I'm say it again. I'm sorry. I'm Jennifer Allison. And what, so there's kind of a couple things here. What is one of your favorite memories with with Morgan, your graduate. Can be funny. Yes. Um, so I won't say how many years ago this happened, but um, you know how kids like mix up song lyrics or just phrases that people use? Um, well, there was one Christmas where um, all the women in my family got in a car and we were just driving around looking at the Christmas lights and we were singing Christmas songs and the 12 days of Christmas came on and she was singing really loud and she came across the first day where it's normally a partridge in a pear tree, and she was singing an ostrich in the pantry. <laughs> and when she realized that that was not the words, um, she was shocked, very shocked. She was like, what? Like the whole world is, just has a new meaning now. And so it was just a very funny thing. Um, and then the other one that, it, you know, it's just a memory. Every time I walk in the foyer here, um, when she was real little, she would always go up to Peter Dallenberg and step on his feet and tug on his tie and say, good morning, Mr. Peter. And that was just like, you know, my favorite thing when she was little because she just loved him so much. That's great. We've all had those moments, even as adults, where you find out a new phrase, like it happens. (laughs) Um, Where have you seen God's work in Morgan's life? 
Yeah, so we didn't coordinate this, so I'm, it warms my heart that she brought up missions. Um, but a couple years ago, when the youth group went on like the local missions trip, they um, served at the Haven and they served at Pregnancy um, Solutions. Uh, she came back and that really impacted her and she just had, I think, insight into seeing how other people live and some of the challenges that other people go through. And she said, I really enjoyed serving in those areas. I think they changed, changed sheets at the Haven and yep. at PS they did some landscaping and stuff. And then when we were praying about Portugal and took our month-long trip over there, uh, she had a very long opportunity over that month to just kind of see how people live in different parts of the world and just the compassion that I think really God was working on her heart to have an understanding um, and to understand what a privilege it is to serve other people. Um, and so I'm not surprised that her heart has kind of led her into nursing so that she can continue to care for other people. That's great. Well, on behalf of West Hill, we do want to say congratulations. Thank you. Can I have a hug? Yeah. <laughs> so here's this from our family. Yep, and you guys can give her applause. <laughs> I did, when I asked her, I said it might be awkward being the only one, but we definitely want to have you up here. So we appreciate you being willing to do this. And I just want to take a moment and pray for Morgan and uh, her future and what God has for her. And then there's a, a little slideshow, which normally is only allowed to be 10 slides, but I'm like, you know, shoot me some extra photos over. <laughs> um, but we'll, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we give you thanks for Morgan and just what you have for her and her future. Lord, um, we just entrust her to you. And I know Jen does as well. And I know Morgan does as well too. And so we give you thanks for that. Um, Lord, we just ask for your blessing on her future and her goals and, and that she would continue to seek you throughout this time, Lord, and just allow you to work in her life, Lord, as, as she learns to serve others as well in this, in this way as in nursing, Lord, it is a very challenging um, opportunity, but we're excited for her and just pray that you would help her through that um, as, she, as she seeks you out as well. Lord, we love you and we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank and she's you. official now, right? You have officially graduated. <laughs> Thank you. It's not just Youth Sunday. It is Camp Sunday. So if you are heading to camp, teens, children, anyone heading to camp, come on up. Hello. Let's start down here. Just make a nice line. Yeah, you have to start now. You, you ended up in the first position. Um, or if you are volunteering in camp and you're still here and haven't gone yet, I would like you up here too. So, all right. So we are excited because, and we do this on this Sunday because tomorrow uh, starts Skyview's first week of camp. Um, and some of them might not just be going to Skyview. They may be going somewhere else, so they can talk about that too. Um, it doesn't have to just be Skyview, but we are excited for them to head to camp this, this summer and to just see what God is going to do in their lives. And so I do have a few questions for them, and you guys can listen, pay attention. So first of all, say who you are. Hold on. <laughs> Good job, but hold on. So say who you are. Say maybe how many years you've gone to camp, if you can remember. Um, and then say one fun or crazy thing at camp that you have always enjoyed, if you've been there before, and then one thing that you were looking forward to 
as well. And I will repeat myself if I need to. And for the teens, I probably will need to, because anyways, I don't want to get off on that. So, go ahead. All right, uh, I'm Tyler Brown. Uh, I've been to camp three years now. Um, one thing I've always enjoyed is just hanging out with friends and swimming in the pond. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to is learning more about God and just hanging out with friends. You remembered everything. Finally. Why can't you remember when I say what verse we're going to in youth group? <laughs> my goodness. <That's> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, my name is Zach Flaker. I've been to Skyview two years, I think. And the thing that I'm looking forward to most is hanging out with my friends. And one of the best things I remember is they have this big inflatable thing at the lake. That if someone jumps on it while you're on it and launches you really high. The blob. The blob. The blob. That's it. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. Now it hurts. <laughs> Go ahead. My name is Gwen Stein. I am going to Skyview Ranch and Camp Carl this year. Um, Do you remember how many years? It's my first year going to Skyview Ranch by myself. And my second year going to Camp Carl. Last year, I really enjoyed the pool at Camp Carl, and I am excited to hang out more with Anna and Kaylee this year at Skyview. <laughs> Good. My name is Anna Smirkanich. It's my second year going to camp. Um, something um, I really liked um, hanging out with friends and, and going into the pool, and I'm looking forward to learning about God and making more friends. Good. I'm Kaylee Brown, and I have been, and last year was my first year at Skyview. Um, one thing I really enjoyed was riding on the horses, and one thing that I'm looking forward to is getting to meet new friends and, and getting to know Jesus more. Um, I'm Peyton Neidlinger. I've been going to Skyview Ranch for probably 10 years, starting with minicamp. Um, so we've been there for a while. Um, I enjoy all the activities that the counselors surprise us with because they don't ever tell us what we're going to do. Um, and then I'm looking forward to meeting new people. My name is Zachary Varner. I've been going around 10 years too. Um, one thing that I have done in the past that was fun is go swimming in the pool because at night, like sometimes we go at night and it's just super fun. And then one thing I'm looking forward is just meeting new friends and walking with them through our face. Hi, my name is Logan. Um, I've been going to Skyview Ranch for about seven years. And one thing I'm looking forward to doing is going down the slip and slide and well, and making new friends. And one thing I've done in the past was um, swimming in the pond. Hi, I'm Luke Flaker. I'm volunteering at Skyview. Uh, one of my favorite memories and things to do is probably set up for all the events that they mentioned and watch them enjoy it. And one thing I'm looking forward to is working on grounds crew again. Great. And we have uh, Marissa Varner's already down there starting. Um, Lene is down there. Is I'm guessing Zane is down there already. And am I missing... Anyone else? Okay, just want to make sure I'm not missing anyone else. So a lot of people you can be praying for um, throughout the weeks to come in the electronic bulletin. It does list out who is 
going to be down there, the campers, and what weeks they're going to be down there. If you want to send them a message, you can do that on Skyview's website. You can send them an email. Um, you just fill in their name, and they'll get them the letter to them. Um, but the biggest thing is be, to be praying for them. We want um, them to continue to grow uh, in Christ through this time, but not not just to get hyped up, because you know they get excited and they get hyped up for a week, but also to take that and what they've learned from that week and to continue to apply it to their lives. And that's that's our biggest prayer for them. Um, you'll be praying for me. I will be speaking this week. Uh, pray that I actually get... What? You don't want... <laughs> Those three aren't going to get anything good then. If you... <laughs> so hopefully we get through the week this time. This is now a year from now when that storm went through Skyview and cut our week short, and the girls as well. So um, there might be some scattered thunderstorms at, on one day, but it's not looking that bad. So we should be good. <laughs> All right, would you join me, and let's go ahead and, and pray for these, these campers and volunteers. Lord, we give you thanks for this time, Lord. Um, we, like I said earlier, we, we want to offer them up to you, Lord, that you would continue to work in their lives. Lord, many of them said it, that they want to grow closer to you, and Lord, I know that's sometimes a common thing to say, but that's what we want. That's what we want through this experience um, for them. And we want them to have fun too and enjoy their time, but ultimately we want them to grow closer to you through it. And Lord, not, not just that week, but for things to, to carry on in their lives as they go from there. Lord, keep them safe while they're gone and for their week. And just, uh, Lord, continue to, to work through them. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I believe we have our skit. So as they're setting up for this, go ahead and grab your mics. I need this one for a second. Just take that over there. Um, this skit is, is based off of a simple children's prayer that you'll recognize, um, but again, it gets into who God is and definitely mentions God's greatness. So just pay attention as they... Read through this and go through it. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for I bet you didn't know that when you were a kid and prayed that prayer, you were praying a solid foundation for a study on theology. I bet you didn't know that you had a deep outline of our beliefs in God. Three declarations of God's character. God is great. He is a supreme and divine. He is big and he is powerful. Think of the biggest thing or concept that you can think of. The universe or the farthest star. Expand your mind as far as it can go. Then imagine all of that as a grain of sand in God's hand. And you're still shortchanging him. He is omnipresent. He's not bound by space. Psalm 139, 7-8. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee to escape your presence? If I were to ascend to heaven, you'd be there. And if I make my bed in the depths, there you would be. God is omniscient. He knows everything. Not only does God know everything, he is wise. He knows all the facts and acts the right way. God is omnipotent. He is not limited in power. He parted the Red Sea. Jesus walked on the water. He also stilled the storm. 
Jesus was raised from the dead. Matthew 19, 26. Jesus looked at them and replied, This is impossible for mere humans, but for God all things are possible. God is great. His greatness is evident in the creation of the earth. And in his involvement in our lives. God is good. What is good? Webster's defines good as morally excellent. Virtuous. Righteous. Satisfactory in quality, quantity, or degree. There are over 45 definitions of the word good in the dictionary. But does this sum up God's character? Can God be described in these 45 definitions of good? We shouldn't look at God and say, hey, God happens to be doing good things. Rather, we must redefine good. When God created the world, he was good. When God flooded the earth, he was good. When God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, he was good. When God rescued the Israelites from ca captivity, he was good. When God allowed all the firstborn people to be killed, he was good. When God allowed Jesus to be crucified, God was good. When God allowed Job the righteous to suffer, God was good. When God allowed dictators to kill thousands of people, God was good. When you were born, God was good. When you failed that test, God was good. When your parents got a divorce, God was good. When those who do not accept God spend eternity apart from him, God is good. The goodness of God doesn't change with our circumstances. Nor does the presence of evil and bad things diminish the perfect goodness of God. God is without sin. God has no faults. God is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. So then be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. God is just. Deuteronomy 32:4. As for the rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are just. He's a reliable God who is never unjust. He is fair and upright. God is merciful. Jonah 3.10. When God saw their actions, they turned from their evil way of living. God relented concerning the judgment that he had threatened them with, and he did not destroy them. God's goodness yields good things. Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. I was wondering how this fits into the character of God. God is our provider. We often think of God as a cosmic vending machine. Where in our times of trouble, we pull the lever and he dispenses a magic solution. What we don't often think of are the little blessings. Air. Warmth. Light. Trees. A beautiful sunrise on a spring morning. Doorknobs. Doorknobs? And desks and dandelions and ducks and dancing. All right, that, okay, that's enough. Oh, I'm just getting started. That's only the D's. I'm working on my way through the alphabet moving on we take the little tangibles for granted what we almost never think of are things that there that are even less tangible why do you think art is pretty why do you have a favorite color why do you like the smell of flowers god gave you not only the things to appreciate but more importantly the ability uh, ability to appreciate those things god's provision goes far beyond meeting our needs God, like every loving parent, wants to provide a cornucopia of experiences to consume and enjoy. God is the creator, with a capital C. Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God is our authority. Psalm 103-19. The Lord has established his 
Yet the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, sees fit to make sure that the sun rises daily. And the moon sits fixed in his position. He watches over his creation, and he so lovingly created. He knows you inside and out, and he knows what you need long before you need it. Jesus explained this to his disciples and those that gathered around him to hear him speak. Imagine him in a field by the sea. The field is full of flowers on a beautiful day. Luke 12, 22-30 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For there is more to life than food, and more to the body than clothing. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? And which five of you, by worrying, can add an hour to his life? So if you cannot do such a very little thing as this, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the flowers grow. They do not work or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his glory was clothed like one of these. And if this is how God clothes the wild grasses, which is still here today and tomorrow, is tossed into the fire to heat the oven, how much more he clothe you and you people of little faith. So do not be overly concerned about what you will eat and what you will drink, and do not worry about such things. For all the nations of the world pursue these things. And your Father knows that you need them. God is great. His greatness is evident through his power and might. God is good. He's utterly unique in his goodness. Let us thank him. For our lives. For our many blessings. For dying on the cross. For me. For me. For me. For me. For you. And for you. And you. The ultimate provision. He provided a way for us to be with him. Forever. All right, Dylan, come on up. So the verses that Zach and Logan read are some of what Dylan will be talking about today. Um, Dylan was the one that, that preached last time, so we're excited to have him back up and see what he has for us today. You excited to be up here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did not make him. That's the thing. Like, I looked at him when we were getting ready for this a while ago, and I said, Dylan... You want to preach again? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. So he's I, he's excited for it. So I'm excited about that. We're excited to have him up here. I keep saying excited a lot. I must be excited. <laughs> um, no, we're. I, it's just great to see him willing to be doing this, and it's it's not an easy thing. Um, but he's been working on this, and um, we'll see what God has brought to his heart and. And what he has for us today, I just want to take a moment and pray for him. So would you do that with me? Lord, we give you thanks for this time um, as we bring the word and that Dylan brings it to us to, to preach to us and teach us, Lord. Um, Lord, just pray that it would be your words and not his. I know he wants that as well. Lord, just please bless this time that we have together as we dig into what you have for us. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. It's all yours. Good morning. As our youth has been uh, doing today, preaching on the point, how great is our God? I just had to go into depth of the verses we've already done today. And I'm going to start with the one, Psalm 40, 16. 
But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, great is the Lord. So the main takeaway of this verse I see is that those who rejoice in the Lord and seek him will be blessed through him and through his actions. And that doesn't always gain you worldly popularity as, as a Christian, but through the Lord's eyes, you'll find his favor. And I believe one of the best stories of this is uh, in Jonah, where God called Jonah to go to Nineveh to preach the gospel. And as you know, he tried to flee God, which didn't end up well for him in the belly of a fish. And once Jonah realized that he had to go and do God's teaching, he blessed him through his word and he was able to deliver the gospel to the people of Nineveh in their corrupt city. So this just shows that if you do what the Lord wants you to do and he will bless your actions. The next verse, jumping over to Psalm 96, four through six. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He's to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the people are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens, splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. The Lord is greater than any other God or idol in our life. And in order to see that, we have to put aside those idols and keep our focus on him every day. And in our world today, there are so many distractions and things that take our eyes off him. And keep us off track and we lose focus in the Lord. And in this world, it's, I believe the main distraction is technology, which I think we can all confess to being, um, to have uh, been on our phones, TVs, whatever. And I mean, it's fun, it's entertaining and we can use that for good, but we have to know that those things can become an idol. And if we put them in front of God, then we lose focus in him and we just, it's not right in our lives. So we always have to make sure that whatever we're doing, we're doing it for God and that we're keeping our focus on him. Um, the last verse I have over in Jeremiah 10, six through seven. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Who would not fear you, O King of the nations? For this is your due. For among all the wise ones of the nations, and in all their kingdoms, there is none like you. Everyone needs to fear and respect the Lord and his power. He is truly great, and it's something we will never comprehend, his true greatness. And we can't lose sight of who he is and what he means for us. The be one, of the be one of my favorite stories for this is in um, Matthew chapter 14. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come, to come to you on the water. 
Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. With the raging sea surrounding Peter, he lost faith in the Lord. When seconds before, he had been walking on water through God's power. And when he called out to the Lord, he instantly saved him. And with a snap of a finger, the storm was gone. This just truly shows the power of God and his greatness and what he can do for us if we just put our trust in him and never lose sight of him. Trust in the Lord and he will do great things for you. As we've looked through many keys and evidences in God's greatness, I think there's one main takeaway. Through all these stories and verses, we can clearly see that God's greatness is bigger than anything in this world. Any problem or situation or trial that comes through you on a daily basis can be put aside through God. His, his plan for you is the perfect plan and you need to keep trust in him with whatever you do. He will show his greatness and he will show his power if you put your trust in him. Bow with me in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you that we've been able to gather here to be able to worship you and what our youth has been able to do today. We see your greatness working every day. I pray that as we go out of here, we wouldn't take it, any of it for granted. You deserve, you deserve all the glory and honor. We love you, Lord. It's your name we pray. Amen. All right. Can you hear me? <laughs> I get it. This is exciting. This water is probably the warmest I have ever been in for this water. Um, Luke actually has been in here before with water, just not for a baptism. Do you want to know why? <laughs> so after one of the baptisms, on a Sunday of course, we left the water in on accident. But we kind of knew it going into youth group time. Well, one of the games they play is called underground church and all the lights go off and they everything is free reign as long as the doors are unlocked they're allowed to go wherever they want well marissa varner um started yelling they're in the baptismal so this guy goes running straight down into the baptism how far did you get um i got about down here <laughs> and then came out soaking wet but that was not immersion, so don't count it. No. <laughs> um, no, we are excited for Luke. This is Luke Flaker um, to be baptized today. Uh, he came to me with this, des this desire once we, once we picked out pretty much when our Youth Sunday was going to be. He was like, you know what? That'd be awesome to get baptized on Youth Sunday. So, so here we are. Um, Luke, just we want to clarify for everyone. So baptism, does it save you and get you into heaven? No. No. 
Uh, and that's one of the things we talk about, one of the things we talk about in youth group and when people are getting baptized. It is not baptism itself that saves you, it's your faith in Christ. It's your faith in God and what Jesus has done for you on the cross um, and for your sins. And so he understands that. Um, baptism is an outward showing of an inward change in our lives. And it's just an amazing thing that we get to do uh, in front of others. And why we do it in front of others because it also encourages others as well to say, hey, maybe that's something I need to do. That's something I need to follow in Christ. Um, it's something that, that Jesus did and he has told us to do. And so Luke has decided to follow that and to follow what Jesus has told him to do. And we're excited for him today to do that. Um, so Luke, was there a time, here, come over here. I'm not the center here, attention. So was there a time and place where you accepted Christ as your savior? Um, I remember sitting on the couch when I was five, talking to my mom after church one day about it, after hearing one of Kevin Burkholder's sermons about being saved on Children's Sunday, or I forget what we call it, but, um, and I remember that we prayed that day, and we talked through how it's uh, more of a thing that you do when you know that you believe in Jesus and that he died on the cross for you, and that salvation is only found through him. Great. And is it your desire obviously to be baptized today yes and follow him in that that command yes all right right up here so since it is your profession of faith and your desire to follow christ uh, in this way i now uh, baptize you in the name of the father son and the holy ghost congratulations why you're not leaving So we are combining this because uh, it's pretty awesome that uh, Luke and Zach wanted to become members as well. And then when um, Tyler was reading through the order, he's like, what? Luke and Zach are becoming members? I want to be a member too. So uh, Tyler will also do that. So I'm going to hand it over to PA. Pastor, sorry. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Just don't call me late to dinner. Why don't you guys come on up here? Okay, you guys hang out. You want us to turn the bubbles on for you? This is... Zach Flaker. Zach, when did you come to know Christ? When I was four. Tell us a little bit about it. So, it was kind of like what happened with Luke. It was the same sermon that I heard. And I talked to my mom about it and said I wanted to follow Jesus. And so we prayed. and Yeah. Excellent. And so you've been baptized before by immersion? Yes. Excellent. Where was that at? Uh, Goss Memorial Church. And how old were you? Remember that? You think I would remember that? No. Uh, I, I hope you remember. You just don't remember how old. I don't remember how old I am today, so it's okay. Why don't you say your name? I'm Tyler Brown. All right, Tyler. And have you trusted Christ as your Savior? I have. Tell us a little about it. Uh, so I don't remember much. But I remember being about six uh, in uh, Alabama. Um, I heard a sermon there. It really touched me. I remember talking to my parents about it afterwards. Um, I came to know Christ that day. Um, and then very shortly after, I was baptized. Um, and then when I was 10, um, I reassured my faith. And I'll say this for both of you, but what do you believe that Jesus did for you guys? He saved us. He, How did he save you? Dying on the cross. Yeah. He took the punishment for us that we should have gotten. 
Excellent. Very good. Did he stay dead? Nope. No. What happened? He rose again three days later. Okay. Very good. Excellent. And uh, we heard Luke's testimony already. And so, Luke, uh, have you been baptized by immersion before? Uh, not by, well, now I have. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Trick question. So, uh, that was a trick question. So, um, based on these three gentlemen and their profession of faith and their desire to join us in membership, do we have a uh, a motion to accept these guys. Mike Kaler first, Bernie Rich second. All those who are members and in favor say amen. 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 All right, guys. Congratulations. You're part of the membership here at West Hill.